Ed Sheeran right here at 92.9, 741 JB here this morning. Thanks, Country Auto's GWM Havel. Been a while since we've chatted. She's very busy. The fitness coach for the stars, Samantha Jackson. Good morning. How are you? Oh, good morning. What a fabulous morning to be chatting to you. Thank you very much. Cheers. Great to have you on. It's getting a little cooler at the moment. We're heading into winter officially tomorrow, so I thought it's timely to get you on to have a bit of a chat about keeping fit, keeping motivated when it's bloody cold. Because it can <laughs> it can be hard. <laughs> it is. It is. Because when your bed's warm yes. and the outside is not, it's, um yeah, that that's a real struggle. The struggle is so real. And, you know, I'd love to say to you, you know what, stay in bed, just do it. Stay in bed. But no, it's not good for you. No. Not, no, get out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, there's there's some things you need to do to obviously keep yourself fit and active when it is a little bit colder. You've got some great tips about that. And, of course, importantly, keeping safe as well. Yes, definitely. Now, firstly why you should get out of bed because a lot of people are motivated if they've got a reason why, right? Mm, so mm. especially like for your mental health and for your physical health, that's why like don't worry about weight loss, don't worry about getting the physique right, anything like that. First and foremost, put your mental health and your physical health on a pedestal and honour honor those, no matter what the weather, okay? So if, if people could just think about that first, I'll be a happy little coach indeed, Okay. <laughs> Now, once you're out of bed, so if, you, if you're going to get up early in the morning, right, and, and it's cold and all that kind of stuff, sleep in your exercise gear and then it's warm and you don't have to worry about putting cold exercise gear on. Okay, so Sam's handy hint on that one. But then once you're out of bed, please make sure you're warming your muscles up effectively and properly because if you just leap out of bed, you're cold, and you start busting out some deadlifts or going for a run, mm. there's, there's going to be some torn muscles, and that's not okay. No, no, not at all. No, that's, no. that's, that's very true. And drink water? Definitely. Stay hydrated. Now, you might think that, you know, it's cold, you're not going to get overheated yeah. and stuff like that. Please stay hydrated because you're actually more likely to dehydrate in the cold weather because you're not, you know, drinking to yeah. cool down. So, yeah, definitely do that. But also just be aware that because your body's going to actually work harder to, to keep you warm because your body's got a base temperature. So your body's going to be working harder to keep you at that base temperature. So it's going to be lighting a bit of a metabolic fire. You're going to be expending more energy working out in the cold than you actually do in the hot, in the hot which is a kind of a good thing because yeah. you get a bit more bang for your buck outcomes-wise. But it's, uh, it's definitely something that you need to be aware of. I had no idea about that. So you actually, does that mean you burn more fat in winter? No, no, no you uh. expend more energy. Uh. So, it's, um, so it's, it's the calories thing. And I, I, yes. I hate the phrase burn calories because you actually don't. <laughs> yes. Um, but yes, it's, to be correct, you expend more energy. Okay. So your body's using energy more effectively and efficiently and it's, it's actually using more. Um, and yeah. we actually, fun fact here, we actually breathe the fat out that we lose. Oh, really? Yeah, I know. It's so disgusting, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> when you put it like that, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's a metabolic process. So, yeah, to be really nerdy first thing in the morning. Yeah. But, yeah, it's um, you can actually breathe it out. But if you're going to be exercising out in the cold, it's really important that you breathe well as well. So in through the nose because you want that, that air to have a little bit more warmth and humidity. So please breathe in through your nose if you're working out in the cold. And if it's really, really cold, and I'm talking like below zero, if you guys drop below zero, 
um, then put like a loose bandana or something just around your, your mouth and nose and, and have that in front of you until things warm up a little bit just to, to moisten and humidify the air and then stop it sort of shocking your, your inner bits. So, yeah, just try that one. But just also be aware that we breathe fat out. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> give, give, the, uh, give the bandana a bit of a wash up. It would be a really good idea. <laughs> And it, it it is it is hard to keep um to keep fit and healthy during winter as well because I mean winter food is so good as well um you know yeah. say no more is that is that your is that your um is that your downfall mashed potato is it <laughs> oh well, I'm British so we we eat fudge food <laughs> <laughs> you've got it all. All the, all the nice Britishy food in your jeans. I know Yorkshire puddings and mashed potatoes. Honestly, <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> that's that's what we like. If we cut ourselves, that's what comes out. It's not blood. <laughs> it's mash, mash and gravy. I like yeah. it. That because that, that that is one. That's one thing you we've also got to look at is is um, not only just getting out there and being physically health, but our food as well. Yes, and can we can can we do a bit of myth busting this sure. morning? Right. Yeah. So eating heavy. So if you eat like the heavy foods and stuff like that, like the mm. roasts and soups and casseroles and stuff, so that's actually not going to make you an in inverted commas gain weight. All right. So eating salad in summer and and eating like the the heavier food in winter doesn't actually make a difference to your body because once it gets past your chin. Your body doesn't care what you've eaten. It only looks for nutrients. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So the, the reason a few of us get a little bit lighter in, in summer is because the nutrients aren't quite the same. So we're actually eating more nutrient-dense food in winter, which is kind of a good thing. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So, and it's, it's more about how much you're eating of it and how often. So if you're constantly, you know, shoveling it in um, and to, to try and stoke the fire a little bit, yeah. then... That's obviously going to have an impact on how you look, how you feel, your energy levels, that kind of stuff. Um, but it's if you're just going to eat, if you eat like the same amount of salad, then you'd be having the same effect. Yeah. Really. Okay. Yeah. Right. Mm. There yeah. you go. Busting all the myths. I know. So Coach Sam says, eat the mashed potato. <laughs> <laughs> That's good advice. I like that. Yes. That's good. <laughs> hey Sam, thank you so much for your time. Absolute pleasure to chat with you. Anytime. Uh, and thank you so much. Enjoy America. You're off to America. I understand you're, you're, you're coaching Mel Gibson. Yes, yes. So we're, uh, we'll be working together as of uh, next Sunday for the next few weeks. So while he's doing some directing over there, I can't say too much. No, else, no, no, yes. no. It's, um, yeah, so that, that'll be great fun. Really good fun. Looking forward to it. Does Mel like mashed potato? Oh, my gosh, does he ever. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Sam, thank you so much for the chat. We'll chat again soon. All the best. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you very much. 7.48. That is Sister Hazel at 19 past eight here at 92.9. All for you. Oh, yeah. Here we go. You, South Wales. I've been waiting. That's it. (laughs) Yeah. Go the mighty New South Wales Blues! I've been waiting all morning for you to come over and harass me. <laughs> yes, I'm, a, I'm amazed it's taking you till uh, the last hour of the show for you to actually come over and and sprout that kind of propaganda on this station. Well, unlike you, slacker <clears throat> Queensland toad, cane toad loving Queenslanders, 
we got we have work to do over on 2TM unlike this you know hippie 92.9 Queenslander loving station we actually have hard work to do over there so I've only just been able to get into it and uh, come over my whole seven o'clock hour was nothing but Queensland supporters calling up actually yeah well, so I'll I, ignore the couple New South Welshmen that just rang before for smash for cash I, I, but, I, I, I can't um, I can't help but, it I can't help it if people are deluded it's not my fault it's a nice groundswell of support for this evening's game one. Yeah, well, in it, in, it, in Adelaide, so which I think you know a hometown advantage for me as well. Yeah, you know, so yeah. not only Queensland's, you know, what's the home, percentage of wins for for Queensland in Adelaide? Look, um, ignore. Um, there's not enough data. I've told you this before. You've had what? There's been one game in Adelaide, and and yeah, New and South Wales won. So that's a hundred percent win. win streak, streak. What do you mean? There's not, not enough a, data. Not that's enough one data. Win, one one win. Hundred percent win. That, that's good enough. Do you want da- do you want data of how much uh, Queensland have won at Suncorp in there in the where the final match is being played? Game three. Oh, come on. What is so it? It's like, come on, Mr. Sportsman, <laughs> no. that is that that is no. JB. Come on, come at me, come no. at me with the the sports statistics. Not like a ninety nine point nine eight percent win ratio up there. Uh, you Give sure? or take a couple. Are you, you sure that it's good? Sure? It's you good. Sure? I know that. You sure about that? Yeah. Do you even know who's playing for Queensland? Um. Yeah. Queenslanders. Uh, you're quickly or, tying. Or, he's or quick, people, now. He's or, quickly looking people, it up on or, the internet here while people, I'm talking to him. Uh, or people that have played for yeah. Queensland as yeah. their first game mm. or high school games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that that's who yeah. their their thing is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Played in Queensland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So they're all people who have played for. But do you know Queen, some of? You know, after you've after you've uh, scrolled and stalled. Queen, Queen, Queensland have 38 wins at. At Suncorp. Out of how many? Out of 59 games. Right, 38 yeah. for Queensland, 20 for New South Wales, and one draw. Yeah, there you go. So, pretty good. Hey, there's a there's a thought. <laughs> what? what happens if the series are draw? Well, I can't now because I've changed it to Golden Point. After oh, the, look out, after he knows! The, see, after the 2002 draw, <laughs> it was the second draw. The other one was 99. That I, was, they've gone, I was waiting nah. for that. I was waiting, so, I was yeah, waiting was to see setup. if you knew. <laughs> <laughs> to play to my strengths. Go the mighty blues. Look, no, the blues. The bl- I don't care what no. the bookies are saying. The bookies now. If you're going to gamble, gamble responsibly. Yeah, but thank you. Uh, you you bet some, you lose more. Um, but just remember, mm. and I don't get this. New yeah. South Wales is going in mm. as favourites, a dollar eighty compared to two dollars for Queensland. I don't understand mm. with Latrell Mitchell going out with a with a Australian calf. Uh, the injury cloud over a few others. How is it, mm. as well as having to change our jerseys? Go figure that. We have to go change our jerseys because apparently it's too hard to distinguish between navy blue mm. and maroon. Mm. So we've had a lot more disrupted training camp than what the dirty, cheating, cane-toed Queenslanders have. Do you think is, is there a bit of conspiracy theory going yeah, on there absolutely. with the jerseys? Absolutely. Do you think? Absolutely. Do you think that was a bit of a, yeah, there is a bit of a hit up. I'm, I'm going to you talk reckon? to Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. Alex Jones needs to look into this. <laughs> he needs to look into the jerseys. <laughs> you're gonna need you're gonna you're gonna need more than uh, than that to to get a win in tonight. Look, I. I Talking a little bit more seriously here, mm. I do believe that Queensland is going in with a bigger advantage. Yeah. They've had a less disrupted yeah. one. New South Wales yeah. is going to have an uphill battle. Yeah. Um, 
I'm a I'm a massive Dolphins supporter. Yeah. And yeah. with the Hammer. Yeah. Do you know who he is? No. No. But the Hammer, who's one of the the major enforcers for the Dolphins, with him coming yep. included, the the uh, New South Wales team is going to have their hands full as it is with him included in there. It's going to be the same. But I'm still thinking the cockroaches mm. are going to triumph over the dirty, dirty cane toads. And you're the one who's going to be covered in the sky blue. Well, it's going to have to be sky blue now. Porridge <laughs> at the end of the thing. Now, no, now I think. Yeah, I think mm. if it's mm. a clean sweep, yeah, you get more porridge put on your head than if it's a two. two okay, one. you reckon we up the ratio a little bit of the yep. porridge in the state if, of porridge? If, if there's okay, a so yep. we don't. We won't yep. actually do the state of porridge. Yeah, we won't actually have the final porridge. Yeah, uh, pain. Yeah, if you like. Yeah, uh, until the final match, because yep. then we'll just see: is it a clean sweep? Is it a two-one? Yeah. Well, it can't be a draw, so yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Do we? Uh, what, uh, do, can we do, uh, do it old eighteenth-century style and get a bit of feathers in there if it's a clean sweep? Do porridging and feather feathering. You know what? Talking, no? to, talking to Elena today, yeah. she may have one or two cane toads in uh, oh, in her yes. freezer. Yes. Maybe we can get her to grind them up and you can throw that <laughs> at mine. Um, I'm sure. You can get I'm some sure cockroaches. If we have a, I'm sure if we look Don't around you? here somewhere, there'll yeah. be some cockroaches. Oh. Grind them up and I'll throw it on you. Lovely. All right, done. It might Go the Mighty Blues. No, Come on, get New out. South Wales. Go away. Cockroaches. Daughtry, a quarter past seven here at 92.9. It's not over. JB here for Country Auto's GWM Havel. Today, the final day to go out and test drive any of the GWM Havel range. Go on the draw for $500 cash. All the details, corner of Hercules and Bridge Street, West Hamworth. Morning, Lena. How good are morning. you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, very well. Very, very well. I was going to be cruel. Well, I wasn't going to... I Well, I kind of was. Like, I was going to do for our higher or lower game today, of course, for game one of State of Origin. I was going to do State of Origin stuff. And then you mentioned this morning before we went on air, while myself, Monty, and you were having some coffee and some tea this morning, you said that you've you've never really watched a State of Origin game ever. Like, you said you watched, like, half a one mm. once on holidays. So I thought I'd better, I'd better not be that cruel. Well, you can you can run that anytime. There's still three, you know, there's three rounds, except if Queensland, which good chance they will knock you out in the second round. Yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> but I don't want to be. I don't want to give you state of origin questions um, if you're not confident on. Yeah, on that, well, on that's that very knowledge. lovely of you, but I'm also not confident on the other topic that you've chosen today. So, insect stings. Yeah, yeah. You're like, can we do state of origin instead? Honestly, have you been stung by anything? Uh, only a bee. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Don't have been stung by anything I, else. I, oh, and a wasp. Be a wasp. Like the, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pretty They're pretty common. I remember bee stings hurting a hell of a lot more when I was younger. Um, because oh, and ants. I, oh, oh, it's not a sting, though. It's a bite. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. But um, same pain. <laughs> I, um, I got stung countless times when I was a kid growing up. It hurt like hell. I remember one day I actually had the next day off school. It hurt that bad and swelled up and all of that. Like... Six months ago, I was out hanging out the washing on it, and I went, "Ow, what's that in my foot?" And I, got, I trod on a bee, and it was nothing. It was nothing. You know, bees die when they sting you. Yeah, I know. It's it's kind of horrible. But it probably a little bit died so pretty quickly. Anyway, you stood on it. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's a double kill. Not only does it wouldn't have even it wouldn't have even had the chance to even. 
pull the stinger out of its abdomen from that. It would have died from the squish of 112 kilos of foot the poor little on bee. top of it. Going, oh my god, the poor little bee. Uh, next, I'm going to test your knowledge on stings in our higher or lower game. There is a uh, there's an index by this poor guy Justin Schmidt. He did a he's a he's an insect specialist, and he decided back in the 80s to test out the stings on the insects he was studying. So he's got a he's got a sting index from one to four on the pain of each sting. So he's rated them all. He released a book on all his findings. I've gone through the book, and I've picked out some of the most painful and least painful stings. Interesting. All right. So we'll have a look at that next here at 92.9, 18 past seven. It's SUV season at Mercedes-Benz. With the diagnoses supporting the mountain bike park and Tamworth teacher wins prestigious scholarship. Yeah, that's all coming up at 7.30 with Lena here at 92.9. The higher or lower game. See how you go with this. And insect stings we're doing today. Thanks to Justin Schmidt, the man who is an absolute freakazoid. He decided to get stung by all these insects for a living and then wrote a book about it. He's nuts. Tell me you're bored. Yeah, I know. Tell, like, honestly, <laughs> He's got too like, much time on his hand. By all means, go out there and study the insects <laughs> and stuff like that. But then him going, oh, you know what? I might, what one thing's the most when it, when it bites you? I'm going to book on that. I mean, we're all the idiots for buying the book and reading the damn thing. So, but anyway, here we go. <laughs> Number one, okay. what, according to Justin Smith's stingometer of one to four, <laughs> what stings more? You don't have to give me the rating of it, just what one okay. hurts more. A simple honey wasp or the red paper wasp? <laughs> what do you think? The honey, the honey wasp or the red paper wasp? You know, I reckon there's such a minuscule difference in that rating i reckon but i'm gonna go the red was it the paper red paper the red wasp. paper wasp you're gonna go with purely the... because i've never heard of it well done congratulations oh. do you want his pain description yeah 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 justin says the pain description is of caustic acid burning what? it has a distinctly <laughs> distinctly bitter aftertaste it's like spilling a beaker of hydrochloric acid oh. onto a paper cut oh stop no. So there you go. The honey wasp got a two. The red paper wasp got a three on his sting orbiter. That is like nightmares. He said oh. the honey wasp is spicy and blistering. A cotton swab dipped in habanero sauce being pushed up your nose. Good descriptions, aren't they? I mean, this is why the guy wrote a I'm, book about it. I'm in pain listening. He's got a way <laughs> with words. All right, the next one. The fierce black polar bear wasp or a bullet ant. Ooh. What do you think? A bullet ant or a fierce black polar bear wasp? What are you going... I reckon I got stung or bitten by a bullet ant a couple of weeks ago. I got a really nasty pain on my leg and it mm. swelled up and went red and gross and blister blistery and stuff. Ooh. And someone here who got bitten by a bullet ant said to me when they saw the bite that that's a bullet ant. And I went, oh, there you go. Interesting. Look, a bullet ant bite is really, really really painful um to me anyway um i'm gonna go with the ant the ant well done congratulations do you want his description on a yeah. bullet ant bite chuck it out there this is a weird thing i don't think i got bitten by a bullet ant because his description oh. of it didn't match the pain i went through being bitten by it i literally just went oh okay what's that on my leg flicked it off mm. his description of a bullet ant is 
pure, intense, brilliant pain, like walking over flaming charcoal with a three-inch nail embedded into your heel. Yeah, right. There you go. Interesting. Uh, he's got a pain threshold of four, the maximum that he gives out. The fierce black polar bear wasp got a two and a half. Well, what's interesting, though, is mm. everyone's pain threshold and tolerance is different. Yeah. So you're going off this one man, but his pain tolerance yes. threshold could be lower than yours, which means he's feeling the yeah, pain true. a lot more than you are. I'm. Thank you. That makes me feel really like I'm <laughs> Iron Man at the moment. I got bitten by this intense pain of the bull ant and I just flicked it off and went, oh, okay. Yeah, people's pain thresholds cool. can be so high that they need to go yeah. see a pain psychologist yeah. to yeah, yeah. literally yeah. understand their pain and yeah. to, yeah, it, it's wild. Yeah. Anyway, thank Last you one, <laughs> triantula hawk or a trapjaw ant? What do you God. think? Both sound pretty nasty, don't they? Triantula hawk or a trapjaw ant? Triantula hawk, that's like... You imagine a big bird that just feasts on triantula nests, don't you? There's a, oh, but it's, there's an image but if there ever a, was one. It's a spider, right? Is it a spider? Uh, triantula hawk. It's a large, like wasp. Oh, looking oh. thing. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Um, that helps you out at all. Yeah. Look, I'm gonna go that one because it's yeah? the scariest. You got a, you got a three out of three. Oh my gosh. Congratulations. Maybe I should go study insects. Yeah, there you go. Triantula hawk. This was the number one fiercest, grossest thing in his book on pain. He describes the triantula hawk bite as blinding, fierce, shockingly electric, like oh. a running hairdryer being dropped into your bubble bath. It's a bolt out of the heavens. Just lie down and scream. He said it literally burnt for about 15 minutes after being bitten and for the next five days after it it felt like you knew you got bitten it was nasty i wonder where he was did it say where he was stinging himself was it on the arm the hand i i think hand yeah, i'm gonna right. go with that interesting oh my god that's this man is a bit unhinged <laughs> he, look it's justin schmidt and but his I'll... book on schmidt's sting pain index it's wild. So there you go. Also, uh, JB, mm. no longer a journalist. I'm an entomologist. Yeah, Thank I think you. so. There you go. Congratulations. You. Three out of three. <laughs> well done. And all of you have all learnt now about stings and insects that you've never even heard about. So there you go. Hey, it's an educational show here. Thank you very much, Lena. Thank you. 7.27 right here at 92.9. Got to learn a little bit about health in just a moment as well. Keeping fit and staying safe during winter from our fitness guru for the stars, Samantha Jackson. I'll catch up with her after our latest local news. You've just, just gotten, gotten into work, work and your, and your boss, boss is already handy for breakfast. It's hilariously Tamworth and it's only on 92.9. Thanks to Country Autos, GWM Havel. Of course, our state of origin gets underway tonight with uh, Queensland versus New South Wales in uh, Adelaide. This evening, go Queensland. No, go, go to New South Wales. Now, I understand the listeners actually uh, sent uh, an email in saying that, you know, we're, we're a bunch of nuffies and we don't know what's going on. The fact of the matter is, I knew that Queensland had won in Adelaide. Mm. You're the one who said they'd lost. I just went with the story 
for my own mental disintegration of you, ready for New South Wales to beat the dirty cane toads in Adelaide. You, you set it up, though. You said, and what's the win rate for Adelaide, implying that it was like Queensland not uh, my, had lost there. Not my fault you so, don't know your you stats. Know? You said it's only so. one game. You should have known. Your hometown, you should have known. I set it up. What's the win rate? You could have taken it the whole different way. I was ready for it, but you could have gone the whole different way. You didn't. You gave me the advantage. Your mentally disintegrated we're gonna win no and with I that think you're drop, all right see ya bye thank thank you very Go much thank out of here bye uh, thank you very much julian for writing and saying uh of course we we're chatting before about i i incorrectly stated that uh queensland uh had lost in adelaide and was a hundred percent success rate for new south wales julian wrote in and said you guys don't know what you're on about uh, it's a hundred percent for Queensland because they won the only other game ever played in Adelaide. So there you go. That's an advantage for me. But of course, Monty is you know uh, as as per the norm, putting that back on on me and saying that's that's suddenly my problem. Which I mean, that's typical Monty if you work with the guy. So uh, nine to nine, right here at ninety two point nine. This is Christina Aguilera. Genie in a bottle at Tamworth's number one.